common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And we are back here on Katz and Cosby. Everybody talking about uh, the Trump case now, the third indictment. Uh, and there's a lot of questions, John, about now, this judge. I, I'm not sure this judge is qualified. I mean, all the public statements uh, that... Uh, uh, that uh, she gave, she's almost saying, uh, you're guilty until you prove yourself in- innocent. And also, John, she seems sympathetic to the, well, let, let me just tell about her past. She seems yeah. sympathetic, uh, to the BLM rioters, but has been really tough on the January 6th folks. Let's hear from Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, let's bring in Professor Alan Dershowitz. Of course, the great Harvard law professor emeritus. His book is called Get Trump. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, this judge, uh, I agree with John. I mean, this judge seems uh, to me biased. Your thoughts? She's the worst possible judge to sit on a case like this. This case must have a judge who is beyond reproach. This is a woman who was chained, trained at the Boyce Schiller firm. The Boyce Schiller firm, in my view, is the most corrupt firm among any large firm. I got them recused not so long ago from a case because of a conflict of interest. It was another case in which the chief judge in the Southern District said, The conflict was so clear that even a first-year student should see it. Over and over again, this firm has been charged with uh, essentially corruption. And this is a woman who learned at the feet of these lawyers and was in the firm when they represented Burisma and represented Hunter Biden. She is the worst possible judge to sit on this case in the worst possible district. This is the most extreme anti-Trump district in the United States. And so the case should be moved to Virginia, West Virginia, and taken and put in front of a different judge. But I want to tell you something really ironic. Under this indictment, under this indictment, if you take it seriously, Jack Smith could be indicted. Let me tell you why. He indicts Trump for telling lies. He describes the speech of December of January 6th, where I hate that speech. But he describes it and goes into detail and leaves out the most important words. He leaves out the fact that Trump said, that these protesters should go peacefully and patriotically. That's a lie by omission, lying to the American public in an indictment. Then the indictment charges a statute, a post-Civil War statute, that says basically if anybody gets together and denies somebody the free exercise or employment of any right or privilege secured him by the Constitution, they're guilty. Well, what if the court ultimately finds that Trump's speech and his activities were protected by the First Amendment? then Jack Smith is guilty of having deprived Trump of his rights under the Constitution. That's how bad and how broad this indictment is that Jack Smith could be indicted under it. And Vito Fisella, you've got a question for Professor Professor, what's the likelihood that uh, it is moved to a place like Virginia? And if not, look into your crystal ball, please, and, and tell us what you think will happen. Well, I think it won't be moved. Judges don't generally move. I think there is a possibility she'll recuse herself. She recused herself in a previous case involving a Burisma, so maybe she will. Uh, it should be moved to Virginia. That becomes a valid appellate issue. If it doesn't, then the trial will occur. It will not take place before the election. There's no way all the motions uh, will be able to be passed on and a possible interlocutory appeals decided before the election. And it should be after the election. But, but um, shouldn't, uh, who, who can bring charges against the, uh, the prosecutor? Because it seems like this is just uh, show business. Well, the, the charges can be brought in bar associations. But, of course, 
the bar associations today are being turned against Trump lawyers. The 65 Project, as goal is to get lawyers who represented Donald Trump to be um, sanctioned. And they went after me after I criticized them. And then, of course, there are the five lawyers who are unindicted co-conspirators, and they probably include Rudy Giuliani and Eastman and and, uh, some of the others. And so they're going after the lawyers as well, which means that this indictment not only endangers the First Amendment, but it also endangers the Sixth Amendment to the Constitution. Very dangerous indictment. You know, when you indict somebody who's running against the man who is trying to beat your president, it better be the strongest indictment possible. And this is not a strong indictment at all. Yeah, it seems so un-American. Uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, Judge Weinberg, you got a question for him. So what do you think happens when you have the totality of all these cases together in terms of uh, the public image of, of Donald Trump? Does he get support for this or does he, he uh, get disparaged for this? Both, both. He gets support among his base. And he gets disparaged among his opponents. And the real key is, where do the independents go? Are independents going to say, look, we don't like Trump, but we don't like violating the Constitution even more than we don't like Trump. So we're going to vote for Trump as a way of protesting this get Trump. I mean, I wrote my book, Get Trump, to make that point. I predicted all four of these indictments, the fourth being likely indictment in in Georgia. And it is election interference. It may not be intended to be election interference. But it's going to interfere with Trump's ability to campaign on an equal level with the man he's running against. And, you know, it's a banana republic when the president has his people indict the man who's running against him. And uh, he now is tied 44 to 44 in the New York Times poll. And every time he's indicted, his numbers seem to go up. Now, they probably reach a maximum point. But uh, who knows? Uh, This this is just the weaponization of criminal justice by both sides, because now we're seeing also some uh, 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 people on the other side are saying, let's impeach Republicans are saying, let's impeach uh, uh, President Biden. And, you know, to impeach him, you have to prove crimes that were committed while he was president, not while he was vice president, not while he was in the interregnum between his vice presidency and his presidency. So I don't see the case for impeaching him, but uh, people don't care. Uh, Republicans are just as hypocritical as Democrats when it comes to weaponizing our legal system against their political opponents. Professor, anything else before we take a break? Uh, well, uh, let's keep on this story because it's very, very important. And, we look forward to talking to you almost every day just oh, to, until we get to the bottom of this. Thank you so much. Well, that'll be a long time. Thank you. Thank be you. well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.